Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That sounds crazy enough to work. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, betcha, yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. The sooner we're through, the sooner we'll be back in town drinking cold beer. Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, your inside look into the world of boxing. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than 29 years. Straight up today, we're talking an hour of boxing and an hour of MMA right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, folks, because every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, the World Junior Welterweight Champion in action, Saturday night, Showtime Championship Boxing, emanating from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, which happens to be like the hottest boxing uh, venue going. They've got some money going on there in Brooklyn. They're spending it. Of course, it's the home of the the uh, Brooklyn Nets now, the NBA, so they've got a great venue, and they've got a lot of money, and they're getting these fights in there, and they're not getting these fights for free, because last night, the World Junior Welterweight Champion in a non-title event was in uh, was on display. I mean, he just he was just there to show who he was. We're talking about Danny Garcia, still a winner, still undefeated after two rounds of annihilating a hobo. So straight up, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll talk about Manny Pacquiao, of course, him taking on Chris Algieri. That's going to go down November 22nd. Speaking of November 22nd, that will be the date of the Derek Chisora uh, Tyson Fury rematch. Of course, that was postponed a couple of weeks ago when Chisora got hurt, and then Fury didn't want to fight the substitute. But the bottom line is, this is a big fight for the uh, United Kingdom. They fought before Tyson Fury won. Derek Chisora is a bit of a head, head case. So probably Fury's going to win again. But that's going down November the 22nd, 2014. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Who did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? Take a look in the mirror. If you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem, you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet, somebody else. Call the addiction specialist now at the Detox and Treatment Helpline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have private insurance, we specialize in finding you the right treatment. When you call right now, you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now. Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992. 
Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99, and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HDTV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows. Pause and rewind live TV. Even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now. 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Hello there, my name is Danny Page, and yes, I'm the host of World Soccer Radio. A couple of years ago, I started noticing something rather disturbing to this TV and radio broadcaster. I was losing my hair. At 28 years old, my career depended on having a youthful look. I tried everything, pills, shampoos, nothing worked. That's when a friend sent me to Regenix, and my hair has never looked better. Regenix analyzed the nature and severity of my problem and built treatment formulas specifically tailored to my hair loss. I haven't had a full Fuller, thicker head of hair in years, and I'm more confident both on and off the air. There's no miracle cure for baldness. Regenix helped me strengthen the hair I already had and prevent further loss. Give them a call today, 1-800-REGENIX, or visit them online at regenix.com. That's R-E-G-E-N-I-X.com. Take the advice of this soccer fan and call 1-800-REGENIX today. Boxing is an unnatural act. Because everything in it is backwards. You want to move to the left. You don't step left. You push on the right toe. To move right, you use your left toe. Instead of running from the pain, like a sane person would do, you step into it. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I just do my best. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh, super Sometimes the truth hurts. 12 and a half minutes, make it 13 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I don't usually start to show off with a sex change, but I am today. I'm announcing a sex change right now. No, it's not Scott Cuddy. It's not my producer. It's not me, but Frank Maloney, the promoter from, from England. I've known this guy for like 30, 35 years. I keep Lennox Lewis is a promoter. I mean, good Lord. He, he he's, he's had it done. I mean, he was an old, crusty old man. He had to be like close to... 70, 65 or 70, and now he's a chick. I kid you not, the pictures are up at boxrec.com and the uh, the uh, Daily Mirror in, 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 in uh, Britain was all blown away by this, but there's pictures of him. I'll put this up on the website for, for Monday at ringtalk.com, but I'm just absolutely blown away by it. I mean, Frank Maloney saying that he was born a woman, was living in a woman's body, blah, 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 all that kind of good stuff, you know, and he's had kids, and this is just absolutely bizarre. What's even more bizarre is to see pictures of Kelly, Kelly Maloney now, not Frank anymore, Kelly, 
Kelly Maloney. Should have changed it to Francis, maybe. But he went. Kelly Maloney's an ugly woman. I mean, just an uh, this this you know. Come on, not too many men make good looking women. A few do. Some of the Asians, maybe some of the Latins, but for the most part, you know, guys from the UK, probably not. You know, just probably not. Anyway, Frank Maloney, now a woman. I kid you not. Now a woman just blew me away with that. I was like absolutely blown away. <laughs> Goodbye, Frank. Hello, Kelly. Boxing shock by Maloney. Sex change revelations in the Daily Mirror. And, of course, it is BoxRec.com as I speak. Now, before I get to the uh, the results of the past weekend, of course, Showtime Championship Boxing emanating from the Barclays Center in uh, Brooklyn, New York. I want to tell you there are some fights coming up. I'm looking forward to Sean Porter defending the uh, one of his welterweight titles against Kell Brook. Kell Brook, a fantastic fighter out of the U.K. I mean, this guy can this guy can fight. I think Sean Porter's got his hands full here. Sean Porter's a, a short, stocky, punching type of guy, a rough type of guy. Kell Brook's a slick boxer. Let's see what's going to happen there. It's going to be the 16th of August. Moving things up to the 23rd of August, Jessica Chavez. Can this chick fight? I don't know. Melissa McCrow, she's going to find out. They're fighting 112 pounds. Kiko Martinez is in action on the uh, September 6th against Carl Frampton. Carl Frampton is a bantamweight out of the U.K. I think Scotland or Wales, to be, to be exact. And he, uh, Superman away, and he can fight a little bit. I think he's undefeated. He can fight a little bit. I've watched him on TV. Now, of course, he world heavyweight champion in action, September the sixth. Vladimir Klitschko taking on unbeaten uh, Bulgarian Kubrat Pulov. Pulov couldn't lick a stamp if he wet his tongue. He's like twenty and one, twenty twenty in a draw, something like that. You know, he's got a decent record, but you look at the guys he's beaten. He's beaten a lot of guys like Frank Maloney, no, like Kelly Maloney. Anyway. Um, Pulov has absolutely no chance against Vladimir Klitschko unless he was to catch him when Vladimir turned his uh, face and his whole attentions away from the from uh, from the uh, punch coming, got hit in the back of the head. That's what, that's all that's going to beat Klitschko. Pulov is not going to do it. Okay, he's just not not going to do it. And of course, the the thirteenth of September, we have the the uh, I don't know what. How should I address him? What should I call him? Uh, the best boxer in in the world? Eh, I don't know. You know the best. Uh, representative of the boxing game in the world? Definitely not. So what is Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather is just a spoiled, rich, unbeaten boxer, 1996 Olympic bronze medalist who didn't win the gold. Okay? Um, he, he's... How can I put this? I'm not impressed with him anymore. I'm not. I, mean, I, I was never all that impressed with him before to begin with. I mean, yeah, he could box, and I thought he had great skills, and he was able to beat guys like Gennaro Hernandez, who was a good fighter, and may he rest in peace, Chicanito. And, uh, you know, Diego Corrales, may he rest in peace as well. But, you know, come on. You know, he struggled against Castillo, then he came back and beat Castillo in a rematch at 135 pounds. But all in all, has he really delivered any Marvin Hagler-like performances, any Muhammad Ali-like performances, any Ray Leonard-like performances, any Roberto Duran-like performances? No, he hasn't. He's failed to deliver. If he was a mailman, you wouldn't get your mail for like a year. He just does not deliver. When he gets guys hurt, he sits back. He steps back and looks at his work. Doesn't step in. He refuses to throw that hook. He doesn't want to finish guys. He just wants to box guys, okay? And that may be all fine and dandy for Floyd physically. And I think that's great that he's trying to take care of himself physically, okay? 37 years old, he better. But, you know, to rip people off to the extent of like 65 bucks, 70 bucks on a pay-per-view on high-definition TV, and he's going to go back and do it again with Marcos Medina. Now, granted... I was the only journalist, I think, in the entire planet that had this fight even the first time when they fought in May. Floyd Mayweather, Marcos Medina, I had it 6-6 six, six in rounds. Even fight. Draw after 12, okay? But that doesn't mean I wanted to see it again. I mean, good Lord. I'd have to take, like, boxing Viagra 
sit down and watch that again. I mean, like a thousand milligrams or something like that. I don't want to see it again. It's like eating a sandwich a second time. You can't eat a sandwich a second time. Nothing's going to happen here other than Floyd's probably going to look better than he did the first time. So what? We don't want to see Floyd on display. We want to see Floyd fight. Floyd's not going to fight. He's not going to fight anybody ever again. He's going to go to like 15-0, retire with a whole lot of money. And I hope, you know, that, that, that he invests his money well and that everything goes good for him. Because, you know, outside of boxing, he has nothing. He really doesn't. He's got that thug-like mentality. He's been in jail. He's whooped on women. Um, he's hit guys over the head with champagne bottles. He's kicked guys in the teeth when they were on the ground in um, Auburn Hills, Auburn Hills, and in Auburn Hills, Michigan pool hall. I mean, do I need to go any further? I mean, roadside road rage with gun. I mean, he's done it all. He, why he isn't in jail is because he's Floyd Mayweather. And of course, there was that last rumored assault where he took apart those. Uh, he is alleged with his people to have taken apart. Two workers that had worked at Floyd's house, he, Floyd thought he had ripped them off. Or they had ripped him off for some bling. That means some of that you know, jewelry kind of stuff. And that didn't happen. But they allegedly beat these guys to near death. And uh, then there was going to be a lawsuit. There was going to be police charges. And it sort of just like went away, which tells me there was a lot of money involved. You know what I mean? Money gets things to go away. No question about it. But Floyd Mayweather, Marcos Medina doing it again the 13th of September 2014. I think I'm going to boycott that fight. Uh, Bernard Hopkins, Sergey Kovalev, going looks like 11-8, November the 8th. This is going to be a good fight. Why is it going to be a good fight? Because it's going to be the true crowning of a uh, a legend. I'm talking about Sergey Kovalev. Not Bernard Hopkins. That, 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 that legend is, is left the building. That's over with, okay? The guy's 49 years old. He's going to be 50. He's done. Stick a fork in him. He's been done. I mean, ever since Jermaine Taylor beat him by outworking him, why hasn't anybody else been able smart enough to do, why hasn't anybody else been smart enough to do that? I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, come on. We know how to beat Bernard Hopkins. You beat him with activity, punches, and just keep throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing. You, you throw, he can't throw. Let him block for 12 rounds. Let him do that. Okay, That's what Taylor did the two times. Taylor beat him twice. Okay, No question about it. Taylor did beat him. Now, since then, I mean, he's went on. He's beaten some decent light heavyweights, the Tavares Claw. I mean, you know, he's beaten guys that eh, they're up there in the top five or the top ten, but would they be... Had with boxing was really like back in the 70s and 80s? Probably not. Probably not. Okay, but he's doing it right now. Bernard Hopkins, Sergey Kovalev. I got to make Kovalev like a 5-1 to favorite in that fight. Kovalev undefeated, 25-0. I think Bernard's lost five fights in like 60. Um, he's an amazing athlete, no question about that. And, you know, he, I guess he's good for the, for the old-timers. The old men get to tune in there on TV and watch his old guys fight. But to me, it takes away from the game. It cheapens the game of boxing. And the reason why I say that is... If you've got a 49-year-old man holding a world title, what does that mean about the talent pool at 175 pounds that this guy can hold an alphabet title? What does it say? It says that the talent pool is shallow, very shallow. Straight up, Bernard Hopkins, Sergey Kovalev going November the 8th. Now, November the 22nd, same day as the Derek Tazora tyson Fury rematch. Of course, that'll be on Box Nation or Sky Sports coming out of the U.K. early in the afternoon on that Saturday. Manny Pacquiao, that's right, the Pac-Man, coming back, taking on Chris Algieri, Chris Algieri, Pretty good fighter. Um, you know, I mean, what can you say about Chris Algieri except for he's got fast hands, he doesn't punch that hard, he's the perfect opponent for Manny Pacquiao. Okay, he beat Russell Provodnikov. Of course, Provodnikov, who I thought came in at 23-2, and two, I thought was like a top 10 or a top 15 pound-for-pound top 15 pound guy. I was wrong. The guy fights with his face. He leads with his face. He fights with his face. So 
I guess I, we were overrating him because of the fact he had that V in his name. Anybody that has a V, we sort of give him a lot of props now. You know, uh, Kovalov, I can go on and on, man. Golovkin, these guys with these Vs, these Vs are like taking over boxing. Provodnikov, of course, looking to come back now after losing in June to Chris Algeri. So Chris Algeri is 20-0, and 0, eight knockouts. Um, it's been 122 rounds boxed. His KO percentage is 40%. He's taking on Manny Pacquiao, who's 55-5. and five. He's been stopped three times. And he's got two draws. He didn't know that Manny's been stopped three times. Huh? Yeah, he's been stopped three times. Um, so he's, he's, you know, Manny Pacquiao wasn't only at one knockout against Juan Manny Marquez. He bit it early in his in his career as well. Of course, the loss to Marquez back in 2012 was a monumental loss, and nobody thought that a Pac-Man could ever come back. And yet he came back and he beat Brandon Rios. So that was pretty easy. And he came back and he beat the undefeated Tim Bradley, and I was very impressed with that. He had to give him props. That was in April of this year. So Pac-Man looking to reestablish himself at a 147 pounds or 140 pounds. But I got to say this. He's old. He looks like Manny Pac-Man, the Filipino bus driver. Like you can ask him for a transfer. Maybe maybe a Coke with those fries or something. Straight up, doesn't look like an athlete anymore. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is Tower of Power. Doing something off the Great American Soul Book, circa 19, take that back, 2008. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Unless I'm Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. This family is at home but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. 
Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, yo. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Special day in the Ring Talk family. Happy birthday to Christine, my good friend. Took care of my aunt for a couple of years. She was a great woman. We're going to go see Darlene Love today as Sigma Stern grows. So a happy birthday to Christine. It was a fantastic uh, night last night. Too bad she couldn't make that. We had a great time at Slim's. We'll talk about that a little bit later. A happy birthday, Christine. You're a great woman. She signed my wall of fame out here at the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Now, to the results last night. The WBC Ekteback, the world junior welterweight champion, Danny Garcia, remained undefeated, of course, with a knockout of uh, a guy that came to fight. But, you know, what can I say? You know, when you put guys in fights when they don't have a chance, they're going to get beat up. And Rod Saka got beat up last night. I mean, he's from Pittsburgh, California. He got knocked out in the second round. Three brutal knockdowns. I mean, it was a non-title event. They couldn't sanction this as a title because Danny was like a 40 or 50 to 1 favorite over this guy. I had him like at 50 to 1. Anyway, the bottom line is he was a second round winner. Um, uh, the champion's now 29 now 17 KOs coming off that controversial win uh, in his last fight in Puerto Rico against Mauricio Herrera. Psycho uh, lost for the fourth time. He's now 19-4 and four with three KOs. Three KOs. Lamont Peterson, remember him? He was a guy that got knocked out in a, in a title fight last year, and of course, and then he remained champion. I don't, I don't, <clears throat> I had to clear my throat. I don't get that one. No, I don't understand it. He was knocked out. And yet he's back, and he's still the IBF junior welterweight champion, defending the IBF junior welterweight, welterweight title with a 10th-round TK over Edgar Santana. Peterson now 33-2-1, 16 KOs. Good Lord, he's sort of, he's another one of those guys that's non-deserving anything. I just wish he would go away. He brings nothing to the dance. He was like, wasn't he involved with the testosterone replacement therapy? He didn't have enough testosterone, so he needed to have some more, uh, need to have a prescription of legal steroids to fight. Remember that? And they sort of played around with that, and the IBF never really ruled on it, and, you know, because the IBF is the International Brotherhood, Fe- the, the International Brotherhood Federation. I mean, it just is. It always has been that way. When Bob Lee started, of course, Bob Lee, Bob Lee Sr. started the IBF. It was a spinoff of the United States Boxing Association, and it was brought to uh, brought to life because of the fact that the other sanctioning bodies, the WBO, the WBA and the WBC are all located outside of the country, except for the WBO. They're in Puerto Rico, so that's still part of the United States. But the others are foreign entities for the most part. So Bob Lee thought he would start his own sanctioning body. Of course, he brought the IB, the International Boxing Federation, to fame. And then he started taking bribes. I mean, he, everybody was bribing him. I mean, Don King was bribing him. Cedric Kushner was bribing him. Uh, I mean, Bob Aaron bribed them. I'm mean, seriously, Bob Aaron bribed them. I, I, I laid all the stuff out in the articles. It was all done at ringtalk.com, but I laid it out there. And this what Mr. Aram never came after me. He couldn't say a word because, you know, he's a felon. He's a crook. He's a thief. Okay. He, take that back. He's not a thief. He's, he's a crook. He didn't steal anything. What he did was he bribed somebody in order to get, uh, in order to get Axel Schultz to fight with 
with George Foreman for the heavyweight championship. He had to bribe the IBF, so he gave the IBF like 150 grand, 200 grand. He gave Bob Lee 250 grand, something like that. But he sent the money across the pond. He laundered it through Stan Hoffman, who went through uh, Holland in Germany to launder the money and bring it back to Lee and give it to him in cash. So Aram knew what was going on. Aram was buying, a, he was bribing somebody in order to get something done. Okay, so Axel Stoltz ended up almost probably beating Foreman for the title, not getting a decision. George Foreman, that was probably his last fight, I believe. But at the end of the day, Aram was a liar. Aram cheated. Aram bribed this guy. Cedric Kushner bribed this guy. Don King bribed this guy. Don King's uh, <clears throat> nickname in the under- undercover tapes that the FBI put together was Fuzzy Wuzzy. Cedric Kushner was a fat man, although I don't know how fat he is these days. He was like 450 pounds. He had that stomach Reducing surgery where they staple your stomach together or something like that. He was like 200 pounds. He lost 200 pounds, became the ugliest man in the world. Uglier than Frank Maloney, who's now Kelly Maloney. I kid you not. Of course, that's the British promoter with the sex change operation. What a shocker. That was, I mean, that, I was like, woke up drinking my coffee this morning. What the hell? Frank Maloney? Now a woman? Kelly Maloney? Good Lord. That was a little weird. Anyway, Danny Garcia's a winner. Uh, Lamont Peterson's a winner. And Danny Jacobs, of course, the guy that's recovering from cancer, he's back and he's a winner. He's now 28-125 KOs. He uh, stopped a guy by the name of um, <clears throat> pretty good fighter. I mean, it was a fight for the vacant, get this, the vacant WBA middleweight championship. Doesn't doesn't Gennady Golovkin hold that? Didn't he just defend that a couple of weeks ago? Isn't this a bunch of crock, a crock of crap that the, the sanctioning bodies are throwing at us with all these multiple titles the same way? Come on. We need one champion, period. One champion, at least in the sanctioning body. You can't confuse us and have different bo- different champions for the same belt, that seems a little bit weird. Anyway, Jared uh, Fletcher came to fight. He got dropped in the uh, first with a nasty left hook. It was like every punch after that just hurt him, and he fell to 18 and 2, 10 KOs. Good fighter, but, uh, you know, not upper echelon, not the top, top, top of the, of the heap. Now, on NBC Sports World, we had a bit of a robbery, folks. The IBF two, the uh, IBF number two ranked undefeated heavyweight contender, I'll call him Vi Glaskov. They call him the Czar. 18 and 0, one draw, 11 KOs. Was lucky. Very lucky to get away with a win over Derek Rossi yesterday. I thought Rossi would be lunch meat for this guy. Rossi came in at 29 and 8, left at 29 and 9, 14 kills. Get this. Get this. Are you ready? He threw a couple hundred more punches than, than the guy that won. Not only did he do that, he landed like 89 more punches. I mean, what's going on here? I mean, what are these judges looking for? What, what's going on? I mean, I, I, I just like, uh, where's the accountability? That's what Derek Ross is saying. Where's the accountability? I don't blame him. He, he outlanded Glasgow seven. No, he, he take it back. He outthrew Glasgow seven hundred thirty-eight to four hundred. He outlanded the Olympic medalist one hundred eighty-four to one hundred fifty-nine. And still, they came up with scores like this. Get this. Are you ready for this? He's criminal judges. Pierre Benotst had it ninety-six ninety-two for Vi. I kid you not. Okay. And John Pretori had it ninety-five ninety-five. And then Ron McNair had a 96-94 for Vi, okay? And it looks like Derek Rossi clearly won the fight. What's happening here? There's no accountability, folks. That's the way boxing is. It'll be that way. MMA's getting that way to an extent. I hope that um, Dana White could put the brakes on that and get that together because, you know, it boils down to, like, week in and week out, you watch these fights, you say, who am I supposed to believe? Those judges are my lying eyes. Are my eyes lying to me? They're not lying to you. Straight up, that's the way it went down last night. Vi deserved to lose. Derek Rossi, an undefeated, I, I mean, an underrated journeyman, okay? And that's what he is. He's a journeyman, eight, lo- eight losses. Not a world-class fighter. He's not in the top five, top ten of anybody, okay? And obviously, the czar, Glasgow, isn't going anywhere either because if he can't beat this guy, if he can't beat Derek Rossi, he probably, Derek Rossi's not even a gatekeeper, 
Okay, but if you can't beat Derrick Ross, who's probably like an 18, 19, or 20 ranked heavyweight in the world, if you can't beat him, guess what? Probably not going to make it here, folks. Speaking of Danny Jacobs, the guy that, of course, recovered from that, what do you have, testicular cancer or something like that? He had some really bad cancer. Anyway, he wants to fight the WBA champion Peter Quillen. And the undefeated Quillen, of course, fights out of Brooklyn, New York. That would be a great fight to have in Brooklyn. They want to do it at the Barclays Center. That's great because last night the Barclays Center got 7,012 uh, 7, fans paid. That's right, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. That's pretty good, 7,000 people. You know, Barclays Center, um, the Olympic Auditorium in Las Vegas, uh, Los Angeles, I used to do it. I mean, these little small venues don't have to be huge venues. I mean, the, the, uh, the Cox Pavilion at the uh, UNLV campus, it only held like, 7,000 people. You don't have to have a great arena. You don't have a giant arena, okay? You can pull 7,000 people in there at a decent money. At a decent money, you're going to make some money. You don't want to pack some seventeen or 18,000-seat stadium with like four or five, four or 500 people. I saw that over in Oakland, California. One time, Luis Cito Espinosa, the former <clears throat> Filipino icon, king of the Pinoys, a featherweight champion, I believe a bantamweight champion as well, um, he fought over in Oakland, California. I was a ring announcer. It was 375 people paid. 17,000 seat arena, 375 paid. What can I say? <laughs> you could have heard me without the microphone. And because there was nobody in the crowd, the sounds were reverberating off the walls. It was a nasty night. We didn't make any money. I barely got paid. I had to scream at the promoter in order to get paid. Hey, you know, I don't care whether which, whether, whether you lost money, <laughs> I need to get paid. And finally, he paid me after a little bit of a dispute. But if you have 350 people, or a small crowd in a huge arena, it just doesn't work. So I think this idea of doing fights <clears throat> in the Barclays Center is a smart idea. And, of course, that's brought to you by Golden Boy Promotions and Oscar De La Hoya. Speaking of Oscar, you know, we, we saw Frank Maloney doing the, uh, the sex change thing. Oscar did his little sex change thing. Remember I had those pictures of him up on the, uh, on the website, ringtalk.com. Ring In fact, you can go search the website, hit the search button, and look for Oscar in drag. But Oscar did that stuff. Now Oscar's like trying to be straight. He's taking all these interviews with these guys, and he's supposedly these revealing interviews. Ooh, these re- he ain't saying nothing. Some guy sent me a CD, a DVD of an interview with Oscar, so all this revealing stuff. Big deal. Oscar did cocaine. Really? He went into rehab twice for it. Like we didn't know that? Oscar's a drag queen. Really? We didn't know that. Yeah, we did. We knew all this stuff. Because you tuned to ringtalk.com. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and of course, all the troops on the American Forces Network. Must be missing an angel. Missing one angel child. did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? Take a look in the mirror. If you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem, you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet, somebody else. Call the addiction specialist now at the Detox and Treatment Helpline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have private insurance, we specialize in finding you the right treatment. When you call right now, you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now. 
Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992-866-490-3992-866-490-3992. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt, and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves. And the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Jump in and cool off this summer on a whitewater rafting adventure with All Outdoors Whitewater Rafting. Despite the California drought, we have plenty of water for great rafting trips in 2014. Four rivers are running right now. The South Fork and Middle Fork of the American, the Tuolumne, and Cherry Creek, all within easy driving distance of the Bay Area and Sacramento. All Outdoors Rafting offers trips that range from beginner trips to the ultimate challenge of Class 5 whitewater and are great for families, groups, and singles. Trips last from one to three days. All Outdoors have been family-owned and operated since 1962, and their guides love what they do. Come see why rafting is the best way to experience the great outdoors this summer. Learn more and book your summer rafting trips at aorafting.com or call 800-24-RAFTS. Well, that's a changing society today, and that's... Uh a lot of, you know, we could get into that. We go into a million things, even though they, they watch so many of the shows. I mean, it's, it's nothing but stuff, whether it's the crime scene or this and that. As always, the TV show is cutting up the body. Somebody's finding the body, decomposing it all. I mean, this, this is a society right now that just totally out of focus. Excessive sense of violence, excessive sense of sex on TV and the music and the, and the theaters. I mean, it's just a... And, uh, the sports zone, the thing that they can relate to, which they see most is, is basketball and football, mainly basketball. And that's what the kids are most far going into, especially the uh, black kids. And it's normally you want to go into something what you see. You don't even see all the amateur boxing on TVs. A lot of people see something, that's what they want to be involved with, but they don't even see that anymore. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You'll knock him out or you'll find yourself fighting a Russian bear for the Stalingrad Championship. And guess who will be in your corner? Hogan's Heroes. Who could forget? Warner Klemper. He did a one-man play here in San Francisco, like a Broadway play. That's been 20 years ago. I went down there and saw him. It was pretty good. Very entertaining. Uh, let's talk to the heavyweight ratings, folks. Let's go to the heavyweights first. Of course, Vladimir Klitschko, number one, 62 and three, 52 wax. 
Kubla, uh, Kubrat Pulov is not number two, but he's going to fight uh, Vladimir Klitschko, of course, in a couple of weeks. Tyson Fury's got number three, according to BoxRec. Bermain Stavern, who I think, uh, Berman Stavern, who deserves to be ranked above Tyson Fury, is a WBC champion. That Vi Glaskov, who got by with that horrible win last night, that, that robbery, that unjust decision over Derek Rossi, he's ranked number five by uh, the BoxRec computer. Carlos Takam is number six. Alexander Povetkin, number six, seven. Uh, Derek Tazor, number eight. Deontay Wilder, an American, 31 0, 31 Wax, number nine. Thomas Ademek, he's still around, 37 years old, out of Jersey City, of course, the Pollock, 49 3, one stop, and he's been stopped once, and of course, 21, 29 KOs. Now, Brian Jennings ranked number 11. The only reason why I bring in Brian Jennings is that he was a somewhat controversial winner a couple of weeks ago over Mike Perez, Mike the Rebel Perez, because that point was taken away in the 10th round. Guess what? Brian Jennings won that fight, okay? I mean, Mike Perez has no stamina. I mean, what was he? He was sucking wind after the second and third round. He looked a little heavy, looked a little fat, looked a little thick. All about those Cuban guys. They cannot get themselves together. I don't care if you get the greatest trainer, the greatest motivator, if you can get a guy <clears throat> that watches them 24-7 and, and like a clock, uh, it, uh, around the clock, it's just not going to work. Some of these guys just don't discipline themselves. And Mike Perez is just one of those guys. So the heavyweight division, there's nobody in the heavyweight division outside of Deontay Wilder who has a shot, I think, at beating Klitschko. And the only reason why Deontay Wilder has a chance is he's six foot seven. If he wasn't six foot seven, uh, I wouldn't give him much of a chance. I'm serious. If he wasn't as tall as Klitschko, I just wouldn't give him a chance. Klitschko's like, you know, he's got this master. He's got this mastered. What Evan, what what the uh, what Mr. Emmanuel Stewart taught him is this: how to fight and how to fight tall and how to stay, you know, how to stay together. And anyway, a cruiserweight. Nobody cares about cruiserweight. Those are two hundred pound fighters. But. Uh, Joan Hernandez is the number one ranked guy. He's 28-1 with like 14 wax. He's been stopped in that one fight. He's 29 years old. He's out of Cuba originally, I believe, and he has a southpaw fight out of Germany. The second guy is the WBO champion. I'm talking about Marco Huck. Marco Huck can fight. He beat Alexander Povetkin a couple years ago and didn't get the call for it. 37-2. He's been stopped once, 26 KOs in a draw. Of course, he's 29 years old, fights out of Berlin, Germany as well. Some of the other cruiserweights you've never even heard of. I'll go all the way down to Chad Dawson, the former light heavyweight champion. He's ranked at number 8th. But these other guys, Tony Ballou. Tony Ballou can fight a little bit. Um, Nathan Cleverly is ranked number 12. Now, this is the problem with Cleverly and these guys who move up from 175. 175 pounds is light heavyweight. 200 pounds is cruiserweight. That's 25 pounds. That's a big jump. That's the biggest jump in boxing of any weight class from bang, 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 from, from A to B, from point... A to point B, that's the biggest jump, 25 pounds. No other weight class has 25-pound disparities. Maybe heavyweights if you have a guy that's 260 fighting a guy that's maybe 220, something like that. All right. But the bottom line is moving up from cruiserweight uh, to cruiserweight for Nathan Cleverly seems to be, you know, he's doing okay. He's beating average guys. But what happens if he steps up to Marco Huck? He probably gets beat. Marco Huck, I think, is the best cruiserweight in the world. This Joan Hernandez guy, sort of tired of him. The guy fights once in a great, once in a blue moon. I mean, once in a very, very blue moon. And uh, I think he had his title. Didn't he have his title taken away from him, the WBA for inactivity and that kind of stuff? At light heavyweight, this is where the action's at. 24 and 1, 20 KOs. The one man that, uh, that is on the outs as far as the 175 pound picture is concerned, the linear world light heavyweight champion, Adonis Stevenson. Uh, 24, I said 24 and 1, 20 KOs. 36 years old, a southpaw out of Quebec, Canada, fighting out of the Cronk Gym in Detroit. And. Eh. He's going to be toast when Kovalov gets him in 2015. But right now, Bernard Hopkins, 55-6, and six, couple of draws, 32 KOs, former champion, 160, 175 pounds, still the man at 175 now, 49 years old. He debuted in 1988. He fights out of Delaware, originally out of Philadelphia, PA. 
Uh, he's taking on Sergey Kovalov. Kovalov's 25 and 0 with one cur- unbelievable draw because it was like a technical draw. Some guy got was getting lit up and got his got cut, and they called it a technical draw, like the fight was over before four rounds, something like that. Anyways, a bit of a it should be an asterisk there. It should be another win for him. He should be 26 and 0 with like 24 KOs, but he's 25 and 0 with 23 KOs and a draw. He fights out of Fort Lauderdale, originally out of the Ukraine. He's the real deal. I mean, he is the real deal. John Pasquale can fight. He's 29 and 2, 17 KOs with a couple of draws um, out of Quebec, Canada. Uh, Jurgen Brommer, 44 and 2, 32 KOs out of Germany. Isaac Chimita, never heard of him until these ratings jumped up. He's fighting out of South Africa. Um, he is 23 and 2 with 10 KOs. Lucian Brute's up there. Lucian Brute, another guy moving up from 168. He's got a bad chin. He's sort of done. I mean, he's, he couldn't make it at 168. He got clipped at 168. He's not going to make it at 175. Nah, no way. His chin just is not going to hold up. Anyway, he's 34 and 2, 31 and 2 with 24 kills. He was stopped that one time. And Gabriel Campillo is still up there at a light heavyweight. I don't know why. Gabriel's so old. He's 35. He's a southpaw. He got that win a couple of weeks ago. I was think it was a technical win. It was shortened on the cards. But eh, straight up, not impressed with the light heavyweights outside of the uh, main man, Sergey Kovalov. Kovalov is the is the monster of monsters. Of course, at super middleweight, we have the world Champion, Mr. Andre Ward, who I was on the phone with on Thursday. He was supposed to come on either Saturday or Sunday. Sunday's bad for him because he spends so much time in church. He's 30 years old now. Of course, he 27-0, 14 KOs, the Olympic gold medals in 2004, fighting out of Oakland, California. Okay, He's beaten everybody at 168. He's beaten Carl Frock. He's beaten Arthur Abraham. I mean, he's beaten all these guys, all the top guys. He's already beaten Saki Obika. He's beaten that guy. I mean, he's beaten these guys. He's beaten them down, down, okay? So he's won that. Remember the Showtime tournament he won? He was the underdog there. He was like a 10 to 1 underdog. I snagged all that money. Yeah. That was a good bet. That was a good bet. Anyway, Julio Cesar Chavez is probably the only challenger that could make uh, Andre Ward any money at 168 pounds. He's 48 and 1 with a draw on 32 KOs. Of course, he probably should have lost that second fight. But Chavez Jr., very undisciplined, much like the Cubans, 28 years old, taking on Andre Ward. Probably not in the near future. You know why? Because they have to be insane. I'm talking about the Chavez people have to be insane to put to put Andre Ward and Julio Cesar Chavez in the same arena, let alone the same ring. Okay, and the rest of these guys at 168, they just aren't going to make it. Edwin Rodriguez, we saw him get exposed. De Gaulle, uh-uh. I mean, George Groves, eh? So what? You know, I mean, none of these guys really jump out. I really don't. The only one that stands atop that division is Andre Ward. Nobody else can even challenge that man. I think at 168, and that's a bit of a shame because I think Ward needs a challenge. Because if he doesn't have a challenge, he's going to move up to 175 pounds. And if he moves to 175, I think he might be in trouble. I think Sergey Kovalov just might be too much at 175. Now, 160 pounds. We have all these middleweight title holders. It's, it's a zoo. Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, 30-0, 27 KOs, 32 years old. Uh, fights, fights out of Germany, of course. The, the kid from the former Soviet bloc. What can I say, man? He's the real deal. He punches the body. He hits guys in the arm and hurts them. He's a masterful puncher, 27 KOs. He's got more knockouts, I believe, than any other middleweight champion in history as far as uh, being champion at this stage in time. So he's looking to like eclipse Hagler and people like that and, and Hopkins and more power to him. I think he can. I think he's got the ability when he stays at 160 because I think if he was to move to 168 and fight Ward, I don't know. I really don't know. I just think that might be too much for him to bite off right now. I just, I mean, maybe want want to might want to watch Ward like slip a little bit, but Miguel Cotto's number two is he ranked uh, uh, linear middleweight champion. He's ranked number two by Boxrec. He's thirty nine and four with thirty two KOs. He's been stopped twice. Of course, he's stopped once by Margarito and once by Manny Pacquiao. So if he can stop by those guys, Gennady Golovkin's going to have him 
for lunch. Talk about a sandwich, man. That would be early lunch. I couldn't imagine Cotto lasting five rounds. Cotto's a good guy. Got a good family, smart kid, fights out of Puerto Rico, his native Cargo's Puerto Rico, but I just don't know, man. I really don't. I really don't think that he should be uh, he should be fighting anymore. I, re- I think he's taken enough. He's got enough money. How much money do you need, Miguel Cotto? You live in Puerto Rico. You got a beautiful house, beautiful family. Everything's taken care of. Come on, man. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Uh, Sam Solomon's ranked number three by the box rec folks, 44 and 11 with a draw in 18 KOs. He's out of Australia, of course. Peter Quillen, the aforementioned Peter Quillen, the WBO champion out of Brooklyn, New York, 31 and 0, 22 KOs. Sergio Gabriel Martinez, he's done. Forget it. And Felix Sturm, he's done. Forget about him. Martin Murray, he's done. Forget about him. Matt uh, Korobov, he might be something to deal with. I mean, four or five years ago, I thought he was a real deal. I really did. I thought he was another one of these Russian guys with the V name that's coming along. He's going to kick some butt. Well, guess what? He really has failed to uh, impress me over the last five to ten fights. He's 24 and 0 with 14 KOs. Um, do I think he's going to go anywhere at 160 pounds? Mm, I used to think so, but not anymore. Daniel Gill just re- recently lost to um, Triple G. He's ranked number nine. Daniel Jacobs, the kid with cancer coming back now, wants to fight Peter Quillen, 28-1, 25 KOs. Of course, he was stopped in that one loss. Anybody else at 160 pounds does not even deserve to be mentioned, like Marco Antonio Rubio. Come on, man. Let's be serious. There's nobody really at 160 other than the guys I just mentioned. 154 pounds. We know who's the man there. I'm talking about Saul Canelo Alvarez. Was he like 34 and 1? I mean, he, he can fight. People say he can't fight. People say he was spoiled. He was brought along. <clears throat> you know, he's been given a lot of soft touches. No, no, no. He beat some good guys. He beat Arisandi Lara in his last fight. He beat um, he beat Austin Trout. I mean, he big deal. He lost to Floyd Mayweather. He got outboxed by Floyd Mayweather. No surprise there. I mean, Floyd's a good boxer. Alvarez, not the greatest boxer in the world. But at 44 and 1, with a draw on 31 KOs, he is the number one at 154 pounds. He was turned pro in 2005. He's only 24 years old. Lara's number two, 19 and two, with two draws and 12 KOs. I think Lara's done at 31. Just doesn't have it. Cannot go 12 rounds. Calls himself the All-American something, but he's the All-American failure. Another guy that just can't get it together, cannot discipline himself, cannot go 12 rounds. Something about that three-round Cuban jinx. As amateur, of course, they ruled the amateur world for so long at three rounds when they step up to 12. Some think it's like another world. They're like aliens. Carlos Molina, number three, at 22 and uh, five with six scales. Hey, come on, six scales. He's not going to be doing anything. Demetrius Andrade, Ishi Smith. Uh, come on, Ishi Smith was part of the Contender Show back about 15 years ago. Cornelius Bundridge, Austin Trout. All these guys are done. James Kirkland. James Kirkland, he's a live opponent. Guy's got a you know good punch. We got a bad chin. Uh, of course, he's a convict. He's an ex-convict as well. Went to jail a couple of times. 32 and 1, 28 KOs. Got knocked out by that soft punching Japanese guy about two and a half years ago. That sort of exposed his chin. But he's 30 years old. He's a southpaw. And he's looking for a big fight. Whether he'll get one or not, I just don't know. Now, 147 pounds. Welterweights. This is where, of course, Manny Pacquiao's at. Floyd Mayweather's at. You know, I mean, there's a lot of guys at 147 that can fight. Okay? But will they fight each other? Everybody wants to see Floyd Manny fight. That ain't going to happen. Forget it. Manny Pacquiao's so far done, I think, as far as his... His reflexes and his ability to get off. And I just think he's, at 35 years old, he's far older than Floyd Mayweather is at 37. Okay, Pacquiao, 50 and 5, two draws. He's been stopped three times, 38 KOs. Of course, Mayweather, perfect, 46 and 0, 26 KOs. Am I yawning? 37 years old. I wish these two guys would just go away. Juan Manuel Marquez, ranked number three. He is 40 years old now, 56 and 7, 40 KOs in a draw, coming off that knockout win, of course, over. <laughs> he not he annihilated annihilated Manny Pacquiao. Then he beat Alvarado, so he's, he seems to be back on 
on the, uh, the good foot, but still, I think Kel Brook is the unsung hero at Welterweight. 32 0, 22 KF out of the UK. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tombos to the break. you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800 Today,investors need to secure and protect their life savings with government spending out of control. They continue to print money to cover the ever-increasing debt, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. American Bullion offers a hassle-free opportunity to transfer any portion of your existing IRA or previous 401k to
course, the signature song for Mr. Rick Stevens and Tower of Power. Rick Stevens played Slims last night. It was the MC. We had a great time. Adelante opened it up. The Mission Barrio Project was hot and happening. I mean, but Rick Stevens and Love Power, man, they really rocked and delivered it. I mean, I had a good time last night. I want to thank all the people out there and those beautiful ladies in the crowd. Man, good Lord, I was biting my fist the entire time like Al Bundy. Now, let's talk about the 16th of September, next Saturday. Talk about Stub Up Center, Carson, California. Sean Porter, the first aforementioned Sean Porter, the welterweight champion, undefeated, taking on Kelbrook for the IBF welterweight title. Both these guys are unbeaten. Some of these guys got to go. Saki Obika, one of the most underrated fighters in the game right now, 168 pounds, taking on Anthony Durrell. I hope he beats Durrell bad, although I probably not going to happen. Come on, Saki. Omar Figueroa's on the car versus Daniel Estrada for the WC lightweight title. Uh, Deontay Wilder's going to fight some TBA. You know what TBA means in boxing? To be annihilated. Not to be announced. To be annihilated. Jorge Linares, former champion, to be annihilated. Uh, Luke Campbell, to be annihilated. Callum Smith, to be annihilated. All these guys fighting those last-minute substitutes. They bring it the last minute, bringing guys like me and Scott Cuddy to fight. You know we're not ready. Hey, uh, it's Thursday. Can you fight on Saturday? Oh, okay. Hey, well, how much money are you going to give me? That's basically what it boils down to. How much money are you going to give them? Because that's what these guys do. They're professional fighters, and they get paid to lose. People laugh when I say that, but that's what's happening. I mean, for Oscar De La Hoya to go to 24-0, 24 guys had to get beat, right? Boxing. Not supported by winners, supported by losers. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Don't forget the MMA Hour coming up next on many of these same sports byline stations. Don't forget the website, ringtalk.com. Don't forget you can download the iHeartRadio app and take Ring Talk anywhere you want, iHeartRadio.com. I want to thank Rick Stevens. I want to thank Dr. Rock. Bernie Gonzalez last night. I want to thank my producer, Scott Cuddy. And I'm headed to Sigma Stern Grove to see the great Darlene Love. Darlene Love, class of 2012, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Until next week, hands up, chin down, most importantly, be nice. Be nice.